Anson, do you have anything that you would like to uh, share tonight before our, our featured guest comes on? I know that uh, kind of impromptu and putting you on the spot. Well, I, you know, I think you've probably already reiterated this a bunch of times, but um, Joe is just a tremendous networker, a tremendous business builder, and really just a, a super nice, humble person that's, you know, created a just tremendous success in his career. So um, make sure that you have a notepad and a pen ready because things that he says, I'm just like, oh, my God, you're so right. And the nice thing about Joe is that he keeps it super simple and super duplicatable. It's, you know, what he'll share with you guys is not going to be rocket science. You don't need a Ph.D. in computer programming or essential oils or anything like that. It's going to be just great information on uh, you know, in this in this particular uh, webinar, we're going to go over retention and the things he's going to tell you. It's again super simple, but will absolutely make a huge difference in your business. I agree with that, and he's dialing in right now. And the thing is, is that you know, how many of you here have some challenges with one kit wonders? You know, you've had a um, uh, you know, an enrollment and and 12 months they fall off or they are, um, you know, they order maybe once or twice a year. I mean, if you guys have had that happen, go ahead and type in the box um, if that's one of your biggest struggles. And it looks like Joe's here. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jen. I am so sorry for my tardiness. I'm out here in Dallas, Texas right now, and uh, we've had a little bit of some technical difficulties and some craziness going on, but I apologize for being late, and uh, I'm happy to be here now. How are we doing? Super. We're doing great. I just asked him the question, <laughs> and um, every, everybody's agreeing that retention is an issue. And so for those of you that don't know who Joe Valenzuela is, he is a million-dollar-plus work, you know, um, income earner in the network marketing industry. And he has built teams uh, of people who, couple, you know, three dozen people who have been six-figure earners, which not only can, that tells me that not only can he rock a business, he can help other people rock their businesses. And the last company he was with, um, the team that he built was over 100,000 people in a very short period of time. And um, it's not just luck that those things happen. And so I'm very honored and um really excited, like Anson said, to have Joe with us because Joe is also going to be the support for Diamond Factory System. For those of you that have that, Joe is doing training with us on Tuesdays. And I'm telling you, my mind is like, whoa, blowing up because we're getting the most valuable insight with him with for the Diamond Factory System to, you know, we've got some cool things coming. You guys are you're going to be blown away by that. So, you know, with that, Joe is, you know, we asked him to come on and talk about retention because I know it's one of the biggest problems that we have in Young Living. The one kit wonders, you know, people buying a $160 first aid kit, they don't get on essential rewards, they don't try other products, and most of them don't even open that oil kit and get started. So, Joe, thank you so much for coming here and sharing this topic that is so incredibly important. Wonderful. Well, I'm so honored to be here, and I'm excited. And Jen, because I am dialed in for the phone conference, I'm not going to have the availability of seeing the questions that come in. So I'm, if it's possible, I'd like to rely on you. If any questions come in, guys, feel free to type in the chat box 
any questions that you have towards the end of our call, and, and I'd love to answer those questions as well. Um, but I'm excited to talk about retention, guys. And I can, so if you're if you're taking notes tonight, hopefully you can start your notes with this the most important fact: a 30% increase in retention is equivalent to a 100% increase in production. Wow. And here's what I've seen in my career, guys. This is incredible. Is that so many of us work so hard to get somebody in, don't we? It's like we, we'll, we'll go through the exposure process of taking somebody to the next video and the next sit-down and the next event, and we go through so much effort and energy to get someone in the business. And then what I see happen time and time again is once we get them in, we're like, got them. And we don't put the same amount of energy to get them to, to get to the next part order, to get to the next, to next, the, the next rank, whatever it may be. And so a 30% increase in retention, if you can keep somebody to the next month, if you can oh. keep someone on retention, get them to the next product order, you don't have to work as hard, right? It's, it's equivalent to a 100% increase in production. And guys, that's why retention is such a big deal. Now, here's what I want to start our conversation with today is, is first and foremost, I had a coaching call. Something's on my heart. I want to talk about some of the, the how-tos of retention. I want to talk about some specific strategies that make retention work. But before I dive into that, I want to give you some of the psychology behind retention that makes everything work. I was on a conference call a little bit earlier today with a woman who has been in our industry for a little while, and maybe some of you guys can relate with this, where she's been in our profession for a bit, and she is very well educated. She knows our business well. In fact, if you were to ask her, you know, what, what do you say when someone does this? She knows how to overcome objections. She knows how to plan her day. She's great at the skills, but what she, by her own admission, has told me is that she has She's not as excited as she used to be. She's not as fired up as she used to be. And this is a very common thing that happen in leadership is what we call that is where you've let your, your knowledge replace your enthusiasm. And guys, I want to tell you, I want to tell you this, is that people will be more impressed by the, the height of your enthusiasm than the depth of your knowledge. There are so many times I've got an ambulance going by here. I, there, there, there's so many times, right, where when I was new in this business, man, I, I was recruiting everybody. I was just ignorant on fire. I was getting everybody in. I was just running around the place, just getting. I was, I was making money, and I didn't even know how I was making money. And all of a sudden, I got a little bit of knowledge. I was, all of a sudden, I started to get educated, and I got good at this thing. And I, all of a sudden, I couldn't recruit. I was out there, you know, telling everybody how smart I was and why this compensation plan was so amazing and all the ingredients of every single little product, and I was like this scientist talking about all oh, what makes every single little ingredient in the product so good, and everybody's like, man, that sounds super smart, but I don't know if I can go tell my friend about all that, mm -hmm. and I want to tell you guys, the, the reality of it is, is this business is not about going out there and being the smartest person in the world. Do we want you to become incredibly educated? Absolutely. Do we want to become an expert? Absolutely. But we want you to apply that in a way that everybody can look at you and say, man, I, got, I can do what you're doing. I got the time to do what you're doing. And I wouldn't mind doing what you're doing to me to the people that I know. Right? And that's one of the most important things right? is, is in getting somebody in. The way that you get somebody into the business is going to lead you down the path to their next order and their next order and their next order. So I've been to a couple things here. First and foremost, I, I, was, I, was, I was in church this last week. And our pastor said something that I thought, it hit me right in the head, and I thought, this is exactly what I've been through in the last 10 years of this profession. He said there was a survey that was done, 
and and uh, um, uh, the people that were surveyed, he they said fill in the blank. I feel blank, and they allowed people to go out there and just answer this question. So write down whatever comes to mind. I feel blank. And guess what? The number, the top two answers were in our country. The number, the number one was I feel tired. Tired was the number one response from everybody surveyed. Number two was I feel bored. And guys, it's it's so interesting because there's so many times where people get into this business and they're so excited, and then all of a sudden it becomes a job. And you got to know people don't do businesses like this because of just being able to go out there and make another paycheck, right? If you need to go make an extra $1,000 a month, you can go work part-time at McDonald's. That's not why people do this, right? And, and it's no wonder, right? People are sitting there looking at everybody else's lives. The average person, I, I just saw this on CNN today, the average person spends over 10 hours a day now on what they call screen time. Between their television, their computer screen, and their phone screen, the average person is spending over 10 and a half hours a day in front of a screen. And most of us are watching other people. We're watching other people on the screen, other people that are out there doing real life, right? And we're seeing all this stuff, and no wonder people are feeling tired and bored because they're watching other people go out there and live this life that, you know, that they want to go out there and do. And so you've got to have a vision, guys. First and foremost is if you're not fired up about what you're doing, don't get on the phone. If you're not jacked sideways about what you have going on in your life, don't get on the phone. Go listen to a tape. Go, listen, go get on a conference call. Go out there and, and, and get fired up because the number one thing that's going to help you increase retention, the number one thing that's going to help you go out there and set your business on fire is you catch fire. When you catch fire, people will come from miles around to watch you burn, right? People don't need another job where they can, oh, ho-hum, you know, yeah, I got this little thing, and when you're inviting somebody to take a look at it, you're saying, oh, you may, you know, you may not even be interested, but, you know, check it out. That's not what this is about. This is about, man, I found something that I'm so excited about. I found something I'm so passionate about, right? And that's, that's exactly what people want to be a part of. You're going to attract people to it. Your vision is going to give you three things. First and foremost, it's going to give you direction. If you don't have a crystal clear vision of what you're doing and why you're doing it, how do you know if you're on track or not? Right? Get, get a vision for what you're building, why you're building it. It gives you direction to know where to go. The second thing it gives you is protection. It gives you protection because it tells you where, you're, where not to be. It tells you exactly where not to go. When you have a crystal clear vision, it helps you navigate the places to avoid in your life. And, and, and the, the reality of it is, guys, is there's some places to avoid. There's some places around our society today that are just negative, that are not productive, and you can get sucked into it. And unfortunately, I don't know why it is, but it seems to be that the negative things of life tend to spread and duplicate even faster than the positive things. I don't know why that is, but it seems to be the case. And it gives you protection when you have a clear vision. The last thing is it gives you passion. It gives you enthusiasm. And I can't stress this enough. You might think, well, Joe, what on earth does enthusiasm have to do with retention? Just everything. Just everything, right? Enthusiasm comes from the Latin word entheos, right? It, 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 it originally, entheos, theo, like the word theology or theocracy. Theo means God. Entheos means to have God within you. In the original translation of enthusiasm, it, it's to, to have this God-like quality where you can transfer 
this energy and this belief to somebody else. Enthusiasm is caught. It's not taught. You don't teach it to somebody. They catch it. They catch it from you. They catch it from your music. They catch it from you. And, it, and you got to have this enthusiasm. I'm telling you, when you catch fire, people will come from all over to watch you burn. And, guys, I'm telling you, that, that's where it starts right there. Passion is fostered from being a part of a team. You're a part of it right now. When you're a part of a group that knows what they're doing and knows where they're going, I love that Jen has put together a community of, of pe where people can come together on calls like this because when you're alone by yourself, you're susceptible to all of the negative. When we're alone, we're most open to discouragement. When we're alone by ourselves, we're most open to drifting aimlessly. We're most open to giving up. But when you're a part of a team, when you got somebody else standing there next to you saying, we're going to go get this thing together, right? I've been through that too. Or when somebody has a bad week, you can say, hey, I've been there. I had a great week this week, and you can help pump them back up. When you've got a bad week, you've got somebody else who's had a great week to say, hey, they're not all bad. Don't worry about it. We're going to get them. Right? That's what it's about. And so you've got to celebrate right, all of that stuff, a part of being a part of a team. Now I want to talk about a couple of the how-tos. I, I, I can't stress that enough, gang, that, that enthusiasm. I'm telling you right now, just check yourself. Right? Some, some of us really need to go out there and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm excited, but you might want to tell your, tell your face. <laughs> There's some people that I see in this business, you know, they're like, man, I'm, you know, I'm fired up. I, no, 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 trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> and it's like, man, you better, let, you better tell your face because ain't nobody else going to know if, if, if I can't tell. Right? Enthusiasm is caught. It is not taught. Stamp that in your brain. Now let's talk about once you're fired up, once you've got some enthusiasm under your belt, and you can go out there and start to infect other people with it, let's talk about some of the tools that will help you go out there and build some incredible retention long-term. First and foremost, the easiest place to go sell product is the people who have bought product. Right? Rather than having to go through the process, now this is a specific thing for those of you guys who are leaders on the call, assuming that you've signed up a customer before. What do you do once you have a customer? Let me give you a couple tips once you've acquired a customer. First and foremost, right? you all know how to go get a customer. You have incredible products. You show somebody the merits of the product. Tell them about all the benefits that they can have from it, all the solutions that it solves. But then what do you do once you get them? Well, here's the thing. You're going to call that customer six days after they place their order. Right? Typically, they should have gotten their product by then. And the first thing you want to do is you want to call them. And by the way, Stamp this in your brain. This is not a sales call. You are not calling to sell somebody anything else. You are calling to, take, to turn this person from a customer into a client. Now, what's the difference between a customer and a client? A customer is somebody that you service one time. A client is somebody that you take care of. And, guys, there's a major difference between a customer and a client. I want you to get this in your head. You're not here to build a customer base. You're here to build a client base. And what you do when you do that, you, so six days after you call them up, after they get their order placed, you're going to call them up and you're going to say, hey, I just want to make sure your kit came in the mail okay. I just want to make sure everything showed up that you ordered and it came in, there was nothing damaged in the box, everything was good, everything came out how it was supposed to, did you get everything? And then here's the second question. Do you, do you know how to use it all? Right? Have, you, have you actually learned how to get the most value out of what you've already purchased? And this is a great opportunity for you to be able to go out there and say, oh, my gosh, I use the product for this. 
my kids used it for this, I had a girlfriend that used it for this, I had another friend that used it for this, share some testimonials, right? You're a real person and here's an important thing, this is not your chance to go sell them something else. This is your chance to let them know that you really care about their experience, you want them to get value out of the product. Now, there's another call that's gonna happen, right? Let them know after the six day mark, say, hey, I'm gonna check in with you in a couple weeks and I just wanna hear the results that you're getting out of the product. Is it okay with you if I sh you know, shoot you a text and just check in on how you're enjoying the product? Right? Of course they're gonna say yes. I would absolutely love to hear about, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah, check in with me. Well then, at about the two week mark, I'm gonna check back in again. Hey, how's it going? What have you been noticing from the product so far? Have you gotten a chance to, what are some of the things that you're noticing? What are you experiencing? And guys, here's the thing. The best network marketers in the world are the best listeners. God gave you two ears and one mouth because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. Right? The best people listen and let them tell you what they love. Let them tell you what they've enjoyed. And if somebody hasn't had the best experience, this is where we get to say, hey, well, let me see if I can fix that for you. Let me see what I can do. Let me, and this is where you are truly treating them as a client and not just a customer. Let me give you another thing. If you have successfully done this at the six day mark, at the two week, 15 day mark, whatever it is, and you checked in, let me tell you what starts to happen for you. Whenever, all of a sudden, when you, when you call that person again, you're gonna call them the third time, you're gonna call them is at the 60 day mark. And when they see your phone number pop up on their phone, you are no longer just a person that's calling trying to sell them something. Right? If you've done these two things successfully, now all of a sudden when they see your number coming up on the phone, they know this isn't just a sales call. They know you really care. And then here's what's wonderful. You call them up at the 60-day mark and you say, hey, I'm giving you a call because it's about time for your reorder. And this is your wonderful opportunity to recommend some other products that would be wonderful complements to either the stuff that they've already bought or to get them to try something that they haven't gotten a chance to use them for. And hopefully over your first two conversations, you've been able to ask some questions like, hey, what are some other things going on in your life that maybe you'd like to have help with? Have you thought about maybe using this for some better sleep or helping out with doing some weight loss or whatever it is? You, you guys know the question to ask. So what else would you like? And this is a phenomenal place at, this, at that 60-day mark to say, hey, you know, what would go amazing with some of the products that you got last time is this, this, and this. You know, if, if you ran out of this, I'd love to help you get that, right? Wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Now, if you have done this correctly, then it's a wonderful opportunity for you to service your client base, right, when you haven't gone out there and just tried to pitch them, pitch them, pitch them. This may, hopefully this makes sense, right? Now, a couple other things here. I uh, apologize. Here. Jan, I know you, you, uh, you brought me a couple, you texted me a couple questions here specifically that you wanted to uh, get to. Um, we talked about that. Referrals. Oh, see, this is one of the biggest things, guys. Yeah. Referrals. As you, so every single business, I don't care what, what business you're in, the overwhelming majority of the clients that every business brings in is through word of mouth. Right? If, if you're a successful business, if you're servicing your clients well, it's through referrals. And if you're truly treating these people as a client and not just as a customer, 
there's then people will have an easy easy way to open up their Rolodex for you. Say, hey, who else do you know? And by the way, this is the key question for your notes. Who else do you know that is into organic products for their home? Who do you know that's into not right having all the crazy chemicals and stuff in their home? Who do you know that could love some better sleep? Who do you know? Now, notice I'm not saying, well, who do you think would like you know, for me to call them? Notice I'm not saying, well, who do you know that would be a good fit for our products? Those are not the questions I'm asking. The questions I'm asking is, who do you know that would like better sleep? Who do you know that's just into fitness, that would love, that's always looking to get in better shape, working out a ton? Who do you know that's looking to lose some weight? Who do you know? And I'm asking questions about the problem, not necessarily just offering my solution. This is how you can get people to start coming up with names and just help them create their list of names, right? Let me say, let me say a couple, couple last things on this, gang, is retention, right? Welcome calls. Even just, this is what we've been talking about so far on the majority of this call is your customers. This is your personal customers that, that you're going to service and turn into clients. Now, what about your distributors? Because the reality of it is, is your distributors pay you just, just, just like your customers do, right, as long as they continue to be on order. What's some of the best things that you can do to have great retention through your distributors? Well, here's some of those, those tips. Number one, every single person that joins your organization should have a welcome call within their first 24 to 48 hours. What's a welcome call? A welcome call is where you call them up and you congratulate them on making a great decision to join your organization, to join this company. You congratulate them on making a great decision and you find out what inspired them to make the decision to say yes. And again, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Just listen. Right? There's a tendency for, well, you like this? Well, I like this. What about that? What about this? Let them talk about it. Let them say, I mean, you know what I really want is this, this, and this. And you know what? They may not even know fully just yet, but get them to talk about it. Get them to figure out what they could use this thing for. So 24 to 48 hours, everybody gets a welcome call. Here's the second thing for great retention of your distributors. Everybody should be on a three-way call with someone in their support team, and they want to hear at least three testimonials besides yours, right, of people that have had success in the business. This is just for your distributors, not for your customers, obviously, but for your distributors. They should hear three stories at least in their first week of other people that have been able to go out there and accomplish some things in the business. Why is this so important? Well, I'll tell you why. How many of us, Remit, can go back to our first week in the business and you get your first hater, right? My Uncle Alex, oh, I'll never forget, right? People respond to haters in different ways. My Uncle Alex, oh, man, every chance he had to dig in on something on me, he took advantage of it. How's that little thing going? You rich yet? You doing whatever? And I was so excited when I was first starting out. And the reality of it is is some people are tough mentally. They can handle all that, and some people aren't. And the reality of it is is you want to get three, four stories under your brand-new person's belt. So if somebody else comes up in their life that maybe isn't inspired to go build something for themselves, you know, a lot of times people in their life want to go you know, hate on what somebody else is doing to go get ahead because they're not doing anything for themselves. That happens all the time. But if you can equip your brand-new person with three, 
powerful stories their first week in the business. Well, when they have their Uncle Alex that shows up and you know, isn't necessarily the most supportive person in the world, they can draw back and, well, you know what, I've already met three other, four other people that have been having some success. So, you know what, everything you're saying, I, I already know people that it's working for. You can't shake me. You, don't, you can't knock me out of the game. I've already met people that this thing is working for, right? And, and it's so important that you inoculate. It's like that vaccine shot in the arm where you inoculate your brand new people, and that just gives you a little bit of time to go out there and work with them and help them get another paycheck, help them get that belief check, right? The second, the, the third thing is that belief check. Gang, let me tell you something right now that comes from InfoTracks. InfoTracks is a company that handles most of the compensation for the industry of network marketing. Over 800 network marketing companies run their commissioning through InfoTracks. They came out with a document last year breaking down some amazing statistics, and I want to give you one of them. For everybody that received one dollar of commissions, it doesn't even, the, 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 the study that they ran was off of one dollar. As long as you made a check, any check, it doesn't even matter the size of the check, but if you made one penny in your network marketing opportunity, the amount of people that were still on an auto reorder at the six-month mark was over 70%. Right now, that's for the people that made a penny, just a dollar, or rather a dollar, one check, one check. So, what does that mean for you and I? It means how fast can I get somebody to their belief check? That that's what I call that first check, right? You know what I'm talking about. All of us have been there. How many of us? Well, we we first sign up, and it's oh man, I hope this thing is real. I hope this thing works. And then the second that check shows up, you're like, I knew it. I never doubted it for a second. I knew this thing was going to And it's that belief check. It instills it in you. And everybody needs that belief check. You need that check to go, oh, it, it cashed. The money showed up in my account. This is real. And that's the biggest thing. When you help somebody get that belief check in them, it inspires them to go out there and get to that next level. We know 70% of people that get that first check are still on an order at the six-month mark. And so it's how fast can I get someone from brand new to getting that belief check. And then the second I get someone a belief check, I'm trying to work underneath them and help that next person get their belief check and that next person get their belief check because that's what's going to go out there and drive this retention, not just from your customer base but from your distributor base. Let me give you one last thing. I really want to encourage those of you guys that have started to develop your own client base. Right? And I want you to just really use that verbiage. I, you're not just here to build customers. You're here to build clients. Here's the last thing I, I want to encourage you to do is reach out to your clients on a monthly basis and just give them a little update on what's going on with you and some of your, and your, and your family. One of the things that we learned how to do so well as an organization was keep my, my customers, my clients informed on what their purchases were going to. And I would send out a short little email on a monthly basis that says something like this. Hey Jennifer, you know I, I really appreciate you, you know, you know, being supporting me and, and getting a hold of some amazing product. Obviously, I know that you're you're getting a hold of you know this product for this reason and doing this and doing this and it's great. But in addition to all the wonderful product benefits that you're going to get, I just want you to know that every single purchase that you make is actually also going to contributing to helping my wife, you know, retire from her job. It's helping us go out there and plan a family vacation, and you don't even realize how much of an impact it's making for my family. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for just supporting us and, and being a part of this.
right? If it's done in a genuine way, and if it's done that is really heartfelt, I can tell you guys this is how you're not just building the customer base, right? On a monthly basis, letting them know how much it means that they're supporting your dream, how much it means that they're supporting you. You will watch your attention numbers go through the roof. So, gang, let me just tell you this, and I'm going to open it up for questions here in a second. I know I was late to the call, and I want to apologize again to everybody. That won't happen again. But let me share with you this. My, 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 I'm talking to you right now on an iPhone, and when my iPhone doesn't get plugged in, it goes into what's called low-power mode, right? And, and, and here's what's really interesting about low-power mode is that a lot of my apps and my phone start to shut down. The GPS shuts down. Right? It doesn't track, and my emails don't come in when it goes into low power mode. And here's what's really interesting. If you don't get plugged in, right? I love, now, you guys are the tip of the spear. Right? The people that are on this call right now on a Monday night, you guys are the tip of the spear of the organization. You guys are the best of the best. This is the cream of the crop, and I get that. Let me, here's what I want to tell you. None of us are strong enough to make it on our own. Not one of us. Right? If we don't stay plugged in and committed to being a part of the, the, the energy of the organization and growing together, we go into low power mode. And, our, and, and stuff starts to happen where our GPS turns off and we have a hard time finding our way. But when you get charged up, when you get plugged in, you, you stay plugged into this community, you get charged up where you can then turn around and charge other people up and light other people on fire. And that's what this thing is about. So I just want to commend everybody that's here. Commend everybody for being a leader and being a part of this call. And, Jen, I want to thank you again for having me and uh, apologize again for being tardy. But I just, I'm just i honored to be a part of this group. And I would love to open it up for any questions. Hopefully you're able to read. But uh, let's, let's open this thing up and we'll rock and roll. I can read. Yes, I can read. I had one question that came from one of my team members earlier today um, because he's flying right now and I don't know if he's been able to dial in or not because he's like I really want you to ask Joe this question and I don't know if I'll be able to answer it because or hear it because he's going to be at a plane but he said what are some incentives that I can do to pump up volume or generate excitement with my current active members or people who have not ordered in a while like either postcards or calls or or is this what you've told us it? Like, how do you revive some of the kind of stale people that maybe, like for some people, they're listening right now, and they've got a bunch of people already. How do they reignite some fire in there? Yes. So that's a phenomenal question, right? And, and uh, well, there's two parts to it, and I want to I touch on both of them. So first and foremost, a question that I probably get more often than any other question is, Joe, what do I say to somebody who's not motivated? What do, I, what do I do to somebody who's just not excited about going off and doing something with their life? And my knee-jerk response to that, gang, is nothing. Right? Like, personally, right, if somebody is just like not excited, not motivated, not wanting to go make their life better, I can tell you right now, you're not strong. Nobody's going to change anybody. You're not going to change somebody, but people can change themselves, right? First and foremost, you got to know you are not out there saving the manatees. This isn't Greenpeace. You're not out there trying to go make people get across the starting line. Because if I got to drag you across the starting line, ain't no chance we're getting to the finish line. First and foremost, right? So, 
What do I say to somebody who's just not motivated, uninterested? I don't say anything, right? I let that person go be unmotivated away from me, right? I need to stay motivated. Now, there's a second part to that question, right? Of somebody who potentially could be motivated, yes. right? If the, the proper motivation was, was applied there, right? And that's, it's different, right? It's not somebody who's, I, I got a friend of mine, Diego, who I love. I've, I've known Diego since we were kids. We were, we were sixth grade together. We've known each other our whole lives. I remember one time I was hanging out with Diego, and he said, I could find, you know, I, I could find something wrong with anything. And I said, what a God-given talent. <laughs> what, a, what a gift, right? I could find something wrong with anything. And I said, man, there ain't nothing special about that. There's nothing, you know, to be able to pick out what's wrong with something. That ain't nothing great about that. Now, guys, the reality of it is, is if you want to find something negative, how many, of, how many of you guys right now are married? And if you wanted to, you could focus on every possible negative thing you could about your spouse, right? Any, anybody who's married on this call knows, yeah, I could go there for sure, right? It's, it's, but there's nothing magic about that. There's nothing special about being able to look at all the negative stuff out there. That's not what makes trophies on the mantle and going out there and hanging pictures on the wall. That's not what it's about. It's about being able to focus on what is good, what can we do. Now, here's the flip side of it, right? How do you get somebody turned on motivated? Again, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Let somebody else tell you for real what's going on in their heart and what, what they want long term. And our goal really is to show somebody how to get what they want out of this business. And, gang, the reality of it is is people want all kinds of different stuff. Some of it's financial. Right, a big one for a lot of people is finance. They want to go out there and get the money monkey off their back. Maybe it's not millions of dollars, but for most of us, it's just a little bit more freedom. It's being able to buy our own schedule back where no other man or woman can put their sum on us and say, here's where you have to be, and here's what you have to do, and here's the money that you're able to make, and here's when you're allowed to go on a vacation, and here, by the way, is when you're allowed to get a pay raise, and here, by the way, is when you're allowed to be sick. Right? It, it, it's, it's living the type of life where we can have freedom for real, and, and, and it's real, right? And that's, that's for some people. But some people, it's not finances. For some people, it's, it's being able to go out there and have more friends. For some people, they haven't taken a step out in a new direction and started growing as a person in a really long time and having a place to be able to really grow. And, 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 and some people, I mean, there's a million reasons why you build a business like this, but unless you take the time to speak from the heart. The, the, the gentleman that recruited me into this business, his name's Anthony Henson, he lived on my couch for a year. To this day, he's a, he's the brokest friend I ever had. He still owes me 1500 bucks to this day, and he's one of my best friends in the whole world. But the way he recruited me into this, I'm telling you, there was no ego. There was no fancy sales pitch. He just, he just asked me, he's like, man, if you could paint your life for real how you wanted it to be, and you, you didn't have to put the judge's robe on of what you thought was like realistic or like what was you know, possible. If you just like for, for real, like you could have the life you wanted to have, what, what would that look like? And man, him and I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning that very first night talking about, man, you know, here's where I would live. Man, someday when I have kids, I'd like to be able to do this, this, and this for them. I'd like to be able to travel here, here, and here. Oh, man, you know, what would be in your closet if you could have a whole rack of clothes on everything you wanted? What would it look like? Oh, man, I had every suit picked out. I had, I mean, I'm telling you. But if you don't sit there and get somebody's dream machine turned on and you don't sit, take the time to listen and chat with them, man, it, 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 and unless you know someone's really what drives them and what, what, what their why is, you don't have a place to coach them. 
right? So it starts there. It starts with listening. That's step one, being a great listener. And, and by the way, just so you know, listening is not waiting for your turn to talk while someone else is talking, right? A lot of us do that sometimes where we're just kind of spacing out and not even listening to the other person that's sitting there talking to us, but really listening and responding. and It's a valuable skill. and it, Listening is an active sport. Um, you know, I, I think there's an old saying in our business, it's easier to give birth than raise the dead. You know, and, yes. and I think that's true. <laughs> I think... Uh, it, it, it's so easy to find the next recruit. It's so easy. It, you know, every, your next recruit is right around the corner. And, and trying to go revive somebody, to go put some life into them when they've been this tired, you know, person for for, for however long. You know, the last thing I'll say on that. And let me let me just say this too. There's been so many times in my business where, you know, I, I, I need, let me let me just tell you a real real actual life situation. I recruited a gentleman named Chris Gaines. Um, I, I prospected him my very first week in my network, my first network marketing opportunity, and he flaked out, no-showed me, no-called. No-call, no-show. I sat at Starbucks by myself for 45 minutes. He didn't come, didn't call. I went home. I texted. No answer. A couple days later, hey, man, sorry. You know, I had a crazy day, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, life happened. Okay, whatever. Well... At this particular time, I happened to be selling a product that was for an identity theft thing, right? And it just so happened, I don't know how, why it works this way, but he had his daughter, a brand-new week-old baby girl, had an identity theft issue. Someone stole her identity a week, week old. Well, guess who gets the phone call? <laughs> now, now, gang, let me, just, let, let me just tell you this, right? You, you might plant a seed in somebody today that doesn't end up sprouting and growing for a little bit longer, but... If you plant the seed, right, that's the whole parable of the sower and the seeds. If you're not sitting there attached to which seed grows where, the parable of the sower is just out there doing his thing. His job is to plant. His job is to get out there in the field and not leave the field. And that's our job. Our job is to get out there and sow the seed and let the seeds grow. That's God's job. That's not you and I. God's promise is if you do your job, I'll do the hard part of turning a little tiny seed into a tree, right? I'll, I'll take care of the God part of it. If you had to turn a seed into a tree, that would keep you up late at night. You'd be trying to figure that out. That's tough, right? But all he leaves it for us to do is to spread the seed. And if you do good at your job and you spread the seed, then God says he'll take care of the tough part. And he'll, he'll, he'll go out there and make sure it falls on good soil. And let me just tell you this if you haven't heard it in a little while. It will always fall on good soil if you keep sowing. It always does. And you're only one recruit away from an explosion in your business. Right? You're, you're only at your next recruit away from an explosion in your business. And, it, and, and, that's, and that's what it's about, gang, is just getting out there and, and understand. I recruited this gentleman, Chris. He recruited two months later a gentleman named Adam in Man, Adam was a dude. I thought I thought for Adam owned a custom car installation, like audio visual, audio type. You know, he did custom. I don't know if you guys ever saw the show Pimp My Ride, but very, very, very. So he did a lot of stuff like that. And I thought, oh my gosh, this dude, he is gonna blow up my business. Well, guess what? Right? I always was trying to get Adam to get motivated. I was always trying, man. If this guy ever turned on, oh man, everything would be great. And of course. It just wasn't happening, right? And it seemed like the more energy that I tried to get Adam to go do something, the less turned on 
he was about going out and doing it. And then here's what ended up happening. I went out there and I said, you know what? I'm going to build a whole new team. Screw my old team. Right? <laughs> I didn't say that to him, but that was going on in my own head. I said, I'm going I'm to just build a new group. And I, and I recruited a gentleman named Daniel Collette. Daniel Collette played on my water polo team in high school. And two months later, uh, let's see here. I exposed Daniel my first week. It was the six-month mark he came in. And then his brother Josh came in. And then Kitty Baum, I recruited the fleet manager. Mike, I, I, it exploded. And I had this whole new group that started to explode. Well, guess who started to pay attention to the fact that I had a whole new group that was exploding. My old team. Adam, Chris, and gang, let me tell you this. You want to get some people fired up? You want to get your old team that's stagnant, hasn't been motivated in a bit to go get fired up and run? Go help a brand new person who isn't even in the business yet get promoted in front of them. Right? Go, go help a new story walk the stage. Go help somebody else get their first check and let them see you do it. Let them watch you go out there and help somebody else get promoted. Ain't nothing get your old team fired up like watching you work with some new teams. That is the number one thing that will get them fired up. That's the best advice I can give you is let them watch you go out there and build with somebody new, and all of a sudden the whole juices flow with that old team. That's a, that's a major, major key. Hopefully that answers that question. Yeah, and I had that happen to me personally, so I can totally concur that that does happen. Um, let's see if we have a couple other really goodies that came through here. Um, I Let's see. Uh, when is it best to talk about essential rewards? Stephanie asked this question. You know, the audit. I think, yeah, I think in the launch process, right? So when you help somebody, now I'm talking about uh, for distributors, right? When you have a distributor and you're helping them in their game plan interview and you're helping them set up their launch both. for their business. I would say yeah, both I mean, for, for, for clients and also distributors. Yes, right. So for, for distributors in that launch process where you're setting their product goals, Right, and their their thirty day, ninety day product goals. It's a great time to talk about the essential rewards program. For the for your customers, it's going to be a little bit different. And Jen, actually, maybe I think you could probably speak to the the client side better than I could. But when would you say is probably the best time to start talking with your customers about essential rewards? You know, I always bring it up the in the first um, presentation of no matter what it is, and some people, you know, some people are not ready at that point. So I, I do talk about the savings, and I talk about, you know, their long-term goals are to do X, Y, Z, and, you know, it take, typically takes 60 to 90 days to, um, to have that a full effect by the products that they have right now. But if that person came in on essential oils only, it's, it's kind of hard to get them on essential rewards. I mean, yeah, if they came on essential rewards only, it's a little bit challenging to get them onto auto ship right away. So I always try to bring in the other products, but if you did bring them in on essential, I mean, essential oils only, I would say like what um, Joe was talking earlier, when you're doing those cares, and I would definitely do that at the 60-day mark or sooner, I would allow, I would bring, I would hold that intention that I want to talk about it. So sure. that's what I would do. You, yeah, and, and, and even even in the distributor presentation, right, I mean, most of the, most of the time, the, the same presentation that you're giving is the same presentation that you're giving, regardless of if somebody wants to just be a customer or to be a distributor, presentation doesn't necessarily change. So I would always bring up the essential awards in the, in the presentation and talk about what it is. Now, you know, everybody by now, I think, realizes that just because you hear something once doesn't necessarily mean that you 
A, understand it, or, or two, you know, or B, rather, integrate it, right? See, sometimes it takes hearing something a couple different times before you really grasp it and can actually apply it in your life. And so it's the same thing with the essential rewards, too. I would have it be a part of the presentation and talk about it, and then I would readdress it in the launch program. If somebody has made the decision to get started, I would bring it up again in that launch process, and the same exact thing, obviously, for a customer as well. So that's phenomenal. You know, I got a really, really good question here from Cheryl um, because this is a big question. So when, you know, and some of us have big organizations and some of us have medium size and some are new. When your teammates are sponsoring new people, when do you call them and when do you not? You know, like if, you know, like if, if somebody on my second level sponsored a newbie, should I call that person? Heck, yes. Let me guys, let me, so, oh, this is such a good question. Cheryl, great question. Oh, I'm so glad you asked this. So, you would guys, you guys would be blown away the amount of people that never get a phone call in network marketing, never get one welcome call. It, it's the overwhelming majority. So, I, personally, my attitude is this is my business. I don't care if I have someone in my organization that's out there, right, crushing it, right, whatever. I'm still here to be a support. I'm still here to go out there and help lead. I'm still, I still obviously, this is still my finances, right? It's my, my income is affected by everything that's going on in my group. So 24 to 48 hours, I'm going to be calling every single person that joins my organization. Now, th there are some caveats to this rule, gang. Eventually, you're, I mean, I, I got to a point in my network marketing career, we were recruiting, recruiting over 2,000 people uh, a month, right? And it was just way too many people to be able to call on a regular basis. And so, you know, you, you, you will get to a point where you're delegating at a very high level of leadership, right, where you have six-figure income earners and things like that. But for most of us, at, at the stage, of, at the stage of, of our career where you got, you know, several dozen people a week joining your business, that's, that's, that's plenty, plenty, plenty small enough to where you can touch briefly every person there and you can get a chance to hear their story and get a chance to hear what motivated them to get started and what 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 got them excited about doing something different in their life and and also share a little piece of your heart real briefly this let me let me say this is not the time to go into when you were four years old and your dad left and you knew then that you were going to go out there and do something special like you don't have to get too crazy with it but share a little piece of your heart on you know here's what I saw with this thing and here's what I want and and, and here's and I'd love to be a resource for you. Save my phone number on your phone. If you ever need help with anything, product, the business, you know, I want to make sure you're, you're supported. And also, have you had a chance to do your game plan interview yet? And gang, here, here's a big distinction, right? This is also a big way that I check up on my leaders because if I call somebody that joined my organization underneath another leader and they haven't even gotten a phone call, they haven't even gotten a game plan interview scheduled yet, well... This is my golden opportunity to say, oh, my gosh, you're working underneath Sally. You could not be working with a more amazing person. Sally is one of my absolute – she's incredible. She's, she's absolutely wonderful. In fact, let me see. I don't know if I can get a hold of her now, but I would love to introduce you to her. And actually, she can help facilitate your game plan interview and make sure that you get off to the right start. Let me see if I can reach her. And I will freeway call in my leader, Sally, and I will say, hey, Sally, I have – Fred on the phone. He's a brand new agent on your team. He is excited and he needs a game plan to help launch his business. You got, you know, you got a few minutes real quick to just 
hear his story, share yours, and then put some time in your calendar to help him launch. And then I will mute myself out, and I have now delegated this responsibility to the leader in my organization, and I have made sure that my business is having the right things happening, right? And this, mm. is, this is also how I'm keeping the finger on the pulse of my organization. I so. love that. That you know, for those of you wondering what the heck he's talking about, we did the game. Um, we did the launch last week on the uh, Power Half Hour, and that recording is in the Diamond Factory System Facebook group under videos. So FYI. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Um, um, I think the rest of these I think have been answered as you've been talking um, as we've gone through this. Um, hey, Jen, can I add one real quick thing? Can yeah, go ahead. I hear voices. I think it's Anson. Yeah, no, and, and uh, I just wanted to pick, uh, piggyback on what Joe said. Um, you know, one of the major reasons, and Joe, you may have mentioned this along the way, and I, I think you touched upon it, but one of the reasons people love this industry is, be, is for the community that mm -hmm. they can be a part of. And when you call that new person on your team, whether it's, you know, 10 levels deep, or wherever they fall, it's giving them, it's kind of just reiterating that sense of uh, community, excuse me, that you have with your team, with the company. And like, like I said at the beginning, that is one of the major reasons people stay in this industry and love this industry. And I remember kind of firsthand when I first joined the, the industry, I was blown away. I mean, we were having get-togethers every week, every other week. And talking to people nonstop in my upline, just you know, it was just it was just this amazing kind of tidal wave of people, you know, wanting me to succeed. And you know, even if it's a quick phone call, you can achieve part of that. So that's I just kind of want to add that. Mm, it's so good. Ah, oh, you guys. Amen. From that's the top, it. for those of you that don't know, Anson, him and his wife. Um, they are all three of these uh, wonderful people, um, Joe, um, Jen, gosh, Joe, Jen, and Anson, and all these Jays, um, are support for us with Diamond Factory, and that's who's behind all that, those tools. But Anson and Jennifer were also in the top earners of the company that they had built. Um, so there's a lot of in unbelievable knowledge and leadership with them as well. So I'm just going to let you go to the background in case you don't know who Anson is. And Jen, his wife, helps Everybody us. Everybody knows who I am. Come on. I know. Home <laughs> to the Anson. So, uh, hello. So, it's just really good. Um, I mean, I just, I feel like this is so cool that we have this um, opportunity to learn from these. And the feedback that's coming through on the chat is just like, thank you. This is amazing info. Wow. You know, uh, you know it's like, I got so much from this. Thank you. Um, I love that we're giving two ears and one mouth. Yeah, Karen just said that. Awesome. Yeah, so people are loving this. And um, is there anything else that you want to wrap up, either one of you, both of you, as we finish this call tonight? So I thank you all for being here and um, sticking on with us. Well, gang, I'll leave you with one thing. I was having another coaching call earlier today, and here's the last thing I want to share, gang. Is it sounds kind of common sense and really simple, but I think it warrants reiterating is that most people are trying to figure out ways to get above average results with average work ethic. Oh my gosh. And and, 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 and it's, it seems like everybody's looking for a shortcut and they're trying to figure out how to get more with less. And let me just tell you, here's the guaranteed, here's the guarantee in life, right? It's you reap what you sow. 
it's it's a it's a principle that's been time tested. It's in the one oldest book, one of the oldest books we have as as a, as a humankind here. But you reap what you sow, right? You get back what you put out. And and the surefire way that I know how to get above average results is to put in an above average work ethic, to put in above average effort. And you, I mean, it's just it's so simple. You can't get above average results putting in the same work everybody else does, doing enough to get by, doing enough to to squeak it out. And the people that I see that come in that have breathtaking results, have absolutely astounding results, it's always backed up with an above-average work ethic. It's always backed up with an above-average effort. It's always backed up with that above-average mindset and hustle and effort. And, and again, you know the cool thing about that is you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to do that. You don't have to be blessed from being from the right gene pool, the right family. Who can, who can outwork the next person next to them? Anybody can. And, and, and maybe that's my claim to fame, gang. Is that, you know, my mom had me when she was 16 years old. We, we were fortunate enough to, to grow up with just enough struggle to make me hungry. I was, it was just enough struggle to where I never felt like I had arrived, and I always had to go out there and fight for it. And some of you guys, I'm sure, are at a place in your life, I'm sure, just from the size of this call, there's some people for sure that need results. They need a harvest in their life. And the number one way that I know that will guarantee a harvest is to get out there and to get out there and plant and to get out there and work the field and to get out there and plant and water and protect it from the bugs and protect it from the weeds and to go out there. And, 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 and as, as the good book always says, is you go out there and you'll reap what you sow. You go out there and plant. You focus on the stuff that you can control, right? You focus on the things that you can do, and all the things that you can't control will be taken care of. Right, that's that's the promise. The promise is, is you focus on the stuff that you can do, and you leave all the stuff that you can't control up to the big man. And he'll take care of the rest, and I know that to be a certainty. So I'm excited. I'm excited for those of you guys that really take this discipline and you just you decide to go apply it to your life and make it a real thing for you and your family. And I'm excited to hear the stories that come out of it. So Jen, I'm honored to be a part of this. I appreciate you and, and everything that you do and just who you are for this organization and the stand that you are for the community of Young Living and. I'm honored to be a part of it, and I'll turn it back over to you. Oh, thank you so much, and the, the response here is thanks, everyone. This is great. I can't wait to put the ideas in place. I took a lot of notes. I've made decisions to do a lot more three-way calls. I love the practical how-tos and make people feel loved on. Great information. So simple, but it takes work. Yeah, you reap what you sow. He's amazing. I guess they're talking about you guys. <laughs> nugget after nugget. Um, I need to bookmark this call and listen to it again. Uh, I mean, this is uh, Stanley says, I'm thinking that emotions and feelings of belonging to a group are uh, being appreciated, getting support, uh, people. Yeah, that, that, Stanley, yours is long. My eyes are not working right now. Um, thanks for all the info. Smiley face. Thanks, Stanley. So you guys rock. Um, Anson, anything as we finish? Uh, one last word of, of awesomeness before we finish, finish. Uh, you know, the only thing that I would just reiterate, um, I said this before Joe came on, and Joe has a gift of giving people uh, information and, and instruction that is very, very doable, extremely doable. Um, and so hopefully everybody took notes, and, you know, now you just have to go and just follow those steps, right? It's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's, uh, you don't have to have a Ph.D. in essential oils. Um, and I just love how Joe just lays it out as a, a, a very doable, doable game plan. So like Joe mentioned at the end, you just got to put in the work. Yeah, put it to work. And 
wait till you guys see in a short time, Anson, right? We're going to have some yeah. unbelievable things for you guys with Diamond Factory System. You're going to be like, Pow. all right, let's finish up. Time to go do some awesomeness. You might be able to make a few calls depending on where you are at in the country. So, you guys, I'm signing off. We will passion, not education. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> You're awesome. I'll see you guys next week and Power Half Hour tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central. See you guys later. Bye-bye.